everyone, and thank you for joining us again for an episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. And we are so glad you're here with us today because it is, shall we say it together, Karen? It's our 100th episode. There's virtual confetti. <laughs> yeah, picture confetti coming down. Confetti. Neither I, I of was, us wanted to clean up confetti, so it's the spirit of confetti. That's right. I was going to buy balloons for the YouTube, and then, you know, the day happened, and I went, eh. <laughs> it's, it was enough to get here. <laughs> it was enough to get here. My mission today was don't pass out, don't throw up. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. I know you haven't been feeling well and, uh, but that's what we do as PR pros. We power through. We do. Whether we should or not. (laughs) (laughs) But we thought today, you know, it's it's episode 100, which is pretty darn exciting. I mean, we, I I know I, I kept telling Karen, you know, we can skip a week. It's not a big deal. We can skip a week, but we've been doing this for a hundred straight weeks. You know, sometimes we double up on episodes, but that's pretty wild. Like, it is 100 episodes and and you know it went by so fast and we are still having the best time ever and uh thank you chip griffin um it's just (laughs) it's a lot of fun and we love hearing from our listeners who so thank you for those that share with us you know what the podcast means to you and we we hope to just keep getting better and bringing you better content. And we've got some That's fun stuff coming up in the months ahead with some great guests. So yeah. we're excited about yeah. that. But today, it's all about the milestone and doing a little bit of a look back, right, Michelle? Yes, indeedy. Yeah, we thought, you know what, let's let's look at our statistics. As you know, we, we host our show on Podbean and they do a wonderful job of giving us show stats. So... We thought we'd just do a quick look back at the top 10 most downloaded episodes within the past year as I get my Casey Kasem on. Yeah. <laughs> Does have a long distance dedication? Sorry. When I, when I was, yes, when I was younger, my dream was to grow up to work at WKRP in Cincinnati. So I apologize in advance if some of you are thinking, yeah, don't, don't live that out. You would have been great at it, Michelle. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Right after Dr. Johnny Fever. So coming in at number 10 was episode number 86, which was Wikipedia for business in 2021 with Josh Green, which was such a fun episode. And, you know, who knew that Wikipedia was the second most visited website in the U.S.? Uh, Josh Green knew. That's who. (laughs) Yeah. And we love Josh Green. Josh is one of our solo PR pro um, tribe members. And he is so knowledgeable about Wikipedia. And so if you have not had the opportunity to listen to that episode, he also did a webinar for us on Wikipedia that goes into a lot of great detail about the inner workings Um, It's funny because you think, you know, Wikipedia has been around for a while now and you think you know everything, but invariably it comes up with a client that either wants to get something changed on their Wikipedia page or they wonder why they don't have a Wikipedia page. I know for myself, whenever I'm searching for things, you know, usually Wikipedia does come up. So it is, you know, it's it's a great tool to have, but it's one that if you try to, um, go into those editing waters all on your own, 
you could get into a lot of trouble and you could get your client's pages taken down. So it really does require some expertise. So yeah, that was a good episode because it's not a topic that we talk a lot about, but there's always somebody looking for a Wikipedia expert and knowing, you know, how to advise clients and what to say and when you can, you know, dig in and do something yourself and when it's better to bring in an expert, it was really helpful. And, you know, if you're wondering about this for yourself, please do pick up his book that came out this year, Wikipedia for Business 2021, the rules and latest developments that businesses and communicators need to know to succeed. It'll have mm-hmm. everything you need to to either get started or, or get in there. Coming in at number nine was episode number 81 from back in January. Are you ready to propose? <laughs> <laughs> And no, we're not, we're not talking about The Bachelor. Um, that episode we talked about, you know, what what do you include in your proposal? What should you include? You know, I know I it's funny. This week I, I got a request for an RFP. And I know how in our solo PR pro world where you say that word and we all kind of go, shh. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I looked yeah. at all the requirements and for what it was, you know, you weigh the, the pros and cons and you think, I'm not putting in all that work for this. So. Godspeed yeah. to whoever would like to reply to that. That's great. But, you know, that's that's just me in this moment. But, yeah, that was a nice time where we talked about, you know, just think about what you should put in, what you don't need to. And, you know, everyone's going to have a different I point mean, of view. I think the most important consideration on proposals, so particularly in the RFP process, is is it winnable? Can mm. you actually win this business? Not looking at the RFP and going, oh my God, we would be so perfect for this because that's different. And and yes, that is definitely consideration, but can you actually win this business? And that usually means that you have, you you still, you know, those inside relationships completely pay off even in an RFP process. Do you know somebody there? Are they aware of you? Do you have a known brand to them? Because if Mm -hmm. it's just like an RFP that's out there in the wild, I tend to ignore those. I just, mm-hmm. why bother, you know, the time that it takes to respond and do all the requirements and and the things that they put in an RFP that don't even really make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just wasted effort. And a lot of times people have already identified who they want to work with, but they either are putting out an RFP because that's part of the culture of how they do business or because they have to, um, they're required to put it out. So um, but this proposal process talks about mostly those clients that you have um, developed that relationship with on your own. And now it's time to to put your discussion to paper. And so, yeah, check that out. And if you're a Solo PR Pro premium member, we have lots of premium resources around this. We have a whole proposal ebook with proposal forms. Um, I, it's funny because one of the things that PR pros obsess over is the look. It, it's not always content. It's like, does my, you know, does my proposal look like everybody else's? Does my report look like everybody else's? Is there something that I'm missing? The, people are always freaking out about the design element and it's yeah. the least important thing. <laughs> in <the proposal. laughs> it could be times Roman on a white page. It's okay. <laughs> Entirely could be. People really do care about, you know, the content of it. Now, doesn't mean that you shouldn't, you know, add a little design sometimes. And you, you'll you know those clients. Sometimes 
is especially if they're they're coming from you know the larger agency world or they're looking mm-hmm. at larger agencies. Sometimes you've got to add a little sizzle to the steak, but don't neglect the steak. Right, right, absolutely. <laughs> coming in at number eight is episode number eighty nine. Too many words. <laughs> <laughs> It's like what was Wait, co- did like I a, did I come up with that title? I I, I we were having a moment. I, I think like I say every day. <laughs> I say it in my head a lot. Yeah, it's like Coco Chanel and accessories. Put all your accessories on and then remove one. <laughs> Same thing with your copywriting. <laughs> Revisit that stuff. I I love doing that. Yeah. I'm a weirdo and a nerd. You know, you write something or you edit something and then, you know, give yourself a few hours or a day and then go back to it. I know I've disgusted myself recently of, ah, ah, I take that out, slice that up. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I used to say it in my head and now I just say it out loud because <laughs> COVID, you know, <laughs> you go through a global pandemic and the things that used to live in your head only just spit out your mouth. And so I say sure. it to people I say it to some of my contractors, like I, I, I didn't read this because it's too many words. Just can you bottom line it? Um, <laughs> excuse me. And unfortunately, it's true. Like I have noticed that I completely zone out when you are sending me three paragraphs, and oh, I really yes. needed a sentence. I'm not even yeah. going to weed through it to get. It's just like it's too much and. Yeah. Part of that is that I think we're all inundated right now with information from so many places. Mm-hmm. It's I, not I, that I don't love to read. I love to read books. I love to read long form articles that are informative. I do not love to read three page emails or, you know, a, too many paragraphs in a Slack message or a text message. Just succinctly. <laughs> Get in. Make your point, <laughs> get out. That works for everything. Yeah, same. I think I think I was far more guilty of this earlier in my career because, you know, you want to be warm and personable and just make sure, well, here is what we're thinking. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, just no, just. Nobody has time for all that. I don't exactly. care what your thought process was. You don't need to show your work in an email. Please don't. I don't need to know what led up to it. Just yeah. get to it. Yeah. What's happening? And honestly, you know, one of the things that I love that we covered in that episode is not just our, you know, in sort of internal communications or client communications, but also in media relations, Mm -hmm. succinct is a beautiful thing. Get to the point. You don't need to do all of the fluffy, flowery stuff because journalists are inundated too, and they're receiving a lot of stuff. You need to just get to the important points. Don't tell them everything. Don't tell them how you got there. Just get to it. And when you learn the art of a strong, powerful, succinct message, I promise you that it will win every single time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, speaking of winning, there had to be someone who came in first for our next episode. (laughs) Number seven, which was number 77, PR lessons from the Fraud Street Run with Jeff Lyons. That was great. That was so much fun. We he Jeff Lyons is the co-host of the Junk Miles with Chip and Jeff. It's a running podcast. And they were inspired by that little event that time at that landscaping place, not the hotel. 
Yeah. That, that inspired actually a charity run, which raised thousands of dollars for local food banks. They, I think you might remember a little press conference that happened at Four Seasons Total Landscaping, which may or may not have been meant to happen at Four Seasons Hotel in Philly. So these guys thought, let's have some fun with this. So, uh, yeah. you know, if anyone saw the SNL murder Durder skit this week, we don't take ourselves too seriously in this neck of the woods. <laughs> so I love that episode. I love learning the lessons and how they leaned into this cultural moment yeah. and turned yeah. it into this beautiful thing that benefited so many people and, yeah. and how it really came organically. And then of course, we're pretty fond of anybody that is a chip with a podcast. <laughs> a guy named Chip with a podcast, we're all in. And so That's even though right. we talk to Chip, we talked to Jeff, but Jeff That's and Chip right. have a podcast together and um we we love people named Chip. Chip. <laughs> chip. You should definitely check that out. And I th- I think I think our, our other buddy Chip's coming up here. Um no, so please if if you're a runner, if you're not a runner, please give them a listen. Yeah. Uh number six episode 84 client prospecting by building relationships i think this is a definitely one of the bigger threads in the tapestry of our podcast is relationship 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 and you, you know they they say you're only as good as your network and yes that's true so you know meet new people ask for the introduction introduce yourself i think we just talked about that last week or the week before um There's no harm in that. And genuinely nurture relationships. I, you know, again, I cannot say this enough. When you put people first, you don't need all of the technical expertise, whether you are, you know, communicating via social media channels, via email or in-person networking. If you are always focused on the end result, the outcome and what people can do for you, you will miss out. And you will have to work a lot harder to get the same results. But when you are really focused on people and the value that you can bring to them and be in that moment to build genuine relationships, it, it is, it'll change your stress level and anxiety about business development, Mm -hmm. but it also, you know, you're creating relationships that are sustained and, when people see that you really are genuinely interested in them and that you really are seeking to deliver value to people, even if they don't use your services, they'll refer you. And, you know, how many of us know, you know, have those great relationships with clients that change companies and wherever they go, they want to bring you in Mm -hmm. um, and they refer other business to you. I mean, for solo PR pros, we know from statistics that referrals are really a primary source of business that comes through relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even, you know, I, th- I think we are helpers at heart, those of us in this business. And, you know, even if you can connect people that can help each other, I always find that's fun of, Oh, I have the perfect person for this. You're going to yeah. love working together, you know? And yeah. Of course you get that nice afterglow fondness of thought about yeah. you. It's always nice. <laughs> Well, okay. So that brings us to number five, which is PR is not a popularity contest. So don't get too hooked on that feeling. <laughs> that was one of our most recent ones. Right? Yeah. About October of 2020, it was, we talked about, you know, that, that Fleetwood Mac skater guy, Nathan Apodaca, 
when he posted himself skateboarding to dreams with an ocean spray. And then of course everyone had their take on it. And, you know, and those moments are wonderful, but then they also lead your clients to say, do that for us. (laughs) uh, (laughs) We need the TikTok thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can we do that thing? Why can't we do that? It's like, uh, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. I guarantee you, Nathan, when he did that, didn't have representation. <laughs> yeah. Now he does, and he's doing all kinds of cool things, but but he didn't. And, and you know, here's the mo- more important thing, I think, is that yeah. when he started doing it, it wasn't to even get there. Thank you. Exactly. He was just having fun. Yeah. And everyone kind of, so, you know, there's a lesson in that too, right? So if you're trying to engage an audience, think about what will your audience rally around? What will, yeah. you know, pique their interest or make them take a look at you? That's that's a great takeaway from that notion. But, you know, going viral, yeah. if you could go viral by design, we'd all be doing it. And then it would we'd be, all be doing it. Yeah. It wouldn't be special anymore either. So, yeah. Yeah. Number four, uh, another fun guest. Number four was episode 88, Windfluence with Jason Falls. Yay! Jason's an amazing calls around these parts. Yeah, (laughs) he's an amazing digital strategist, and he joined us to talk about his third book, Windfluence, um, which does it takes a look at the world of influencer marketing and you know how as he always is to be smart about it. You know, it's not the trite, trendy stuff. You still have to be smart about it. How are you going to be effective? And I highly recommend reading his book. And just engaging with him, he's very active on social and his blogs. And it's just, he's just a great resource and he's fun. (laughs) He is a lot of fun. And uh, he is, the book, Winfluence, is so well researched and so well done. So if you have not picked up a copy, definitely pick up a copy and follow Jason because he's a kick and he, you know, he's, he's having a good time. Right. But he's also doing what he really is supposed to be doing. He is mm-hmm. an expert, but he is um, not a big-headed, arrogant jerk like some experts are. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't take himself too seriously, but he loves his work, and that's yeah. clear. And he's really good at it. So, you know, follow him on social media channels. Follow him on his Amazon for, you know, live events. And definitely pick up the book because it'll kind of change your perspective perspective about influencer marketing, but also, you know, it's a good tool that you can then, you know, as your perspective shifts and as you dig into it a little bit more, I really believe that it it equips you to have better conversations with clients and to lead their efforts um, in a smarter way. Agree. Agree. Wow. We're up to the top three and actually our top four we're all fabulous guests. So this is going to be really fun. Number three, we, we, we did a little foreshadowing here with how we love people named Chip who have podcasts. Number 83 was Now What? Business Development in 2021 with Chip Griffin of the Small Agency Growth Alliance. Woohoo! So we refused Yay. to all... We were refusing to allow 2021 to be 2022.0. Our friendship Griffin, who has successfully coached many agencies and many solos on how to build their path to success, he joined us for a nice conversation on, you know, how to do the same, how to 
prepare for change because if this past year and a half has been nothing but change. <laughs> yeah. But how to be ready. Oh, that's funny, yeah. Chips. Chips Chips in our YouTube comments yucking it up. <laughs> you did, Chip. You can't you edged out Jason Falls for the top three. <laughs> and I expect to hear about this on Twitter. <laughs> So, you know, as you all know, Chip is a dear friend of us and we feel like, you know, he is definitely part of our solo PR pro community. He does such amazing work for small agency owners and Saga. He has a show every single Friday morning. So please follow Chip as well so that you can get the notifications about new shows. Um, Follow him on Twitter. You know, he has a couple of podcasts. Um, he just does a lot and he gives great information. And even if you're a solo and you're looking to really grow your business and really become more of a small agency, then you need to connect with him because he is the real deal. He knows the space and he delivers really balanced information. That's really practical, really actionable. And he's one of our favorites. So it's, uh, we are celebrating that one of our favorite people was also one of our best guests and we'll have him on again. Don't worry. He will be on the podcast again. Um, We just have to get with him and his schedule because he got lots of great information to share. That's right. So get ready, Chip. We're coming after you. (laughs) (laughs) Likewise, number, (laughs) number two was episode number 87. Another wonderful friend of and a fellow solo PR proers just get started with Cami Heise. And I mean, we could have talked with Cami for hours. She is brings such great energy and such great information and inspiration. Um, if you need to get, you know, reignite your love for what you do, listen to this episode or anything Cami puts out there because she's very active on social. She's always sharing great information. And, you know, the number one takeaway from that episode was don't let perfection stop you from getting started. Don't be afraid. If you, you know, have this idea of a way to promote your business or help your clients, just start. It's okay. You know, I I think so many of us think, oh, no, it's got to be branded properly. And I have to have my editorial calendar built out. And I'm probably talking about myself a lot here, too. Yeah, I mean, those top three slots, super competitive. Um, Cami <laughs> is fantastic. I would definitely catch the episode, sign up for her newsletter. Um, her um, Smart Social Secrets yes. newsletter is what my go-to because her and her team like, curate all of the things that are going on in the social media space. Mm-hmm. And it is, for me, I don't... I don't know about all of you, but it's really difficult to keep up with absolutely Ugh. everything that's going on. Right. So having a newsletter that brings it all together in one place that I, you know, can flip through and go, okay, this is happening and sort of prepare for it is really helpful. Yeah. But she's also just a really delightful, smart person and fun yes. to follow. So um, you can follow her on, you know, Twitter, you know, LinkedIn, Instagram. She does these great videos all the time with lots of information and she is somebody else that really focuses on people and delivers value. And when she puts out content, she's really like leading you through things. And so, you know, Chip and Jason and Cammie are all people that while they make their living at their expertise, they give out so Mm -hmm. much free stuff (laughs) that (laughs) 
it's amazing. And that free stuff is really just, you know, just the free stuff is so like, oh my God, this is so good. I want to pay you for this. But then what they deliver, you know, if you work with them or consult with them is, you know, think about the depth of that, of what you will really get. And they're just all really great people. So I couldn't be happier that these are the, that the guests that we've been honored to have on our show, because we don't pay our guests. <laughs> they, they give us their time and they're so kind to spend this time with us. And, and you know, because as, as we've talked about in our early days of the podcast, you know, it's, it's even not so much the time, it's the energy that you have balancing your energy that you give to things. So we, we are really, truly grateful and honored that you have, you know, given your time to us. And, yeah. and they've all said they'd come back again. I think they meant it. I think so. Yeah. And I love this comment from Chip because it's true. Like this is the OG social media crowd. Like we've all been hanging out like, and I I trace it all back to Twitter. Like, so it's so cool that it's, yeah, he says it's alive, you guys, and we're still doing great things. (laughs) Yeah. Chip says it's good to see a strong showing from the OG social media crowd. (laughs) Love it. Are we ready for who's number one? Number one. I can't, I, I don't well, even know. Like, I know I, I have the list, but well, I'm kind of about these people. Who could possibly be <laughs> Jason and Cammy? I really want to know. Who was it? Well, it was a crazy year. So, you know, number one was episode number 52, which was talking about money. Uh, PPP um, loans PPP. and the solo PR, solo PR Pro, Pro with yeah. Brent with Thompson, the CPA, CPA with Canon Capital, Capital Management, Management, Management Group. Group. He joined us back in June in the early stages of PPP loans and other life preserver funding opportunities. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just kind of guided us through. And I have to say, just, you know, caveat, he is, he's a client. And he and his company have done a tremendous job having webinar after webinar after webinar, all while shouldering this insane tax season that has never ended um, to yeah. just really let people know. So it's it's a great example of, you know, the we'll pull I'll pull out the the cliche. It takes a village. Yeah. It really does to be a successful solo and, you know, always building your network and and having someone who can advise you financially is, is golden. And I, yeah. yeah. You know what I loved about him is that he um, spoke to all of us like a real person and it wasn't dry, like boring, just spreadsheet stuff. It was practical advice that we need to know because throughout this whole pandemic, there have been all of these, you know, grants and loans and programs to help small business owners and solos and lots of changes, you know, are you eligible for unemployment? Just so many things. And and there've been so many things that we've had to deal with. So hearing from an expert who's living it day in and day out was so helpful. Yeah. And, you know, we should probably have him back on too, because after tax season, (laughs) after May 17th, I don't know how talk about the, you know, things that, you know, we need to know financially about our businesses because there have been, so on top of, you know, the pandemic and all of the programs that were put into place, there's been a lot of tax changes too. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, who knows what what 2020's returns will look like. And um, yeah. you can definitely check him out at canoncapital.com. All of their webinars are in their news section. So if there's 
I'm sure, yeah, there's definitely some things that are that are of use to solos. Or if you have employees, I think one of the bells he's been ringing lately is the employee income retention credit, that there yeah. is some major money to be saved if that yeah. applies to your business. So definitely check it out. But yeah, we're really grateful that he, he took the time out of, you know, his crazy schedule. I don't, I don't know. God, God bless accountants. I don't know how they do it. I mean, I know we work hard and sometimes we work crazy hours, but they really, it's like, do you see your family for six months of the time? Yeah. <laughs> how does and I that can't work? Even imagine this year has just oh, got to yeah. be, to be a lot. So yeah, yeah, I mean, so I mean, Michelle, I think these top 10 episodes just make me so happy because of the people that landed in the slots and the topics. And but I'm, I'm even more excited about the next 100. I know, I know. It's funny, just, you know, I was pulling this together. I thought, okay, good. This is great. Now I'm going through it. I'm thinking, gosh, Look at all that happened. And, you know, and really it's, yeah, we do it because we like it and it's fun. But ultimately we hope that everyone who's hearing us right now, we hope it's been helpful to you. Because I think that's one of the major themes of our professional lives. I think I can speak for Karen is, you know, be helpful. And that's that's the goal of this. That's the goal of Solo PR Pro. If you are a solo or even a small business, there is information to be held for you there at solopropro.com. It is so well worth uh, the membership. The resources are rich. And so if any of these episodes have even been a slight help to you, please do go check out the website. And yeah, we're going to, we're going to both take a little two minute power nap and get ready for episodes 101 through 200. Here you go. <laughs> so until next time, thanks for listening to that solo life. <laughs>